From comedy to tragedy and every other category, the boys are here to postulate, ruminate, eviscerate, like a verbal anima, they dump upon the cinema. It's clear they think they're rather clever, but they know nothing whatsoever. It's Rick and Sean and Claire to tell you what they saw today. The flicks that suck, the films that sing, three nothings, watch everything. Hey guys, welcome to Three Nothings, Watch Everything, a dumb and unnecessary journey through every movie on Netflix. I'm your host, Sean Murphy, with your fellow host, Rick Matthews. Hello, everyone. And Clayton Williams. Hi there. This is a podcast in which we attempt to watch every movie on Netflix, excluding documentaries, TV, and stand-up, or give up because no one is listening. And today's randomly picked movie is The Third Man, a 1949 movie directed by Carol Reed. Uh, I'll hit uh, the plot synopsis right up front here. Do it. Pulp novelist Holly Martins travels to shadowy post-war Vienna, only to find himself investigating the mysterious death of an old friend, Harry Lyme. Uh, so guys, I'm going to... Let's get into all the accolades right off the bat here. This, right, uh, okay. this movie is number 124 on IMDb's Top 250. Wow. Uh, Holy shit. It won an Oscar for Best Cinematography, which well, makes... Well, that makes sense. I agree yeah. with that one completely. Yes. And this makes us our first Oscar winner next to uh, 50 Cent's portrayal of a Ninja Turtle. Who was racist. Which I think was deserved. He, you know, he was a good Ninja Turtle. Yeah. What was he, Dante? <laughs> Raphael, the attitude. Oh, yeah. Um, this was also nominated for Best Director and Best Film Editing, and it was uh, written by novelist Graham Greene, who was shortlist uh, for the Nobel. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, shit. This movie is also a favorite of both Roger Ebert and Martin Scorsese, and in 1999, the British Film Institute voted it the greatest British film of all time. Wow, I had no idea any of this. Yeah. That's crazy. We're watching a a legit movie here. This is is our first legit movie. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it really is. For sure. So, um, uh, what did you all think of that? With all that Um, out of the way. Well, like... Right away, like winning the Oscar for best cinematography for that year is a no brainer because this movie was beautifully shot. Oh, like, yeah, the way it's amazing. The shadows, like the film noir, and like the whole thing, the way they shot it at night, the Dutch angles, everything, yes, like catching it was it's gorgeously filmed. Like, yeah, the um, the reveal of Orson Welles' character when he shows up and he's just like the lights flicker on him, and oh, the, oh, so amazing, it's, it's crazy. And just when he shows up, like, we can just say this right away, like, when he shows up on camera for the first time, the movie changes. Yeah, it becomes a a way different movie, like... His aura, his energy, whatever he brings to the movie is just like, boom, like, I'm here now, here's my dick, everyone. Yeah, he is a... He does show his dick, which I think is weird. I know. Hey, Warren was Oh, yeah, that's very true. Down, that was like a lot for 1949. Well, I, so supposedly, here's a fun fact. First of many fun facts. I guess there was a lapse by the censors during uh, that parrot scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could see a nude painting on the wall, uh, which c- clearly shows female pubic hair. Oh, So this boy. is technically our first This is the movie. first bush in a movie. Yeah. Oh, what about uh, Get Rich or Die Trying? I think there might have been a bush. Uh, that's true. Nude fight scene. There was a dude bush. Was there, <laughs> yeah. was there a bush in... Uh... That was, yeah, Get Richard Die Trying yeah. was our first pubes. Yeah, so this and is our second pubes. 
maybe a Deathgasm might have. I don't, yeah, no, it showed the ladies' bottom parts. I think yeah. when she took her clothes off. Yeah, we, got, we got to go back and. No, uh, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> I even like to get Deathgasm. You know, I'm not looking back on any of this shit we've seen so far. <laughs> this might be the first movie I'd watch again. Yeah, same. Yeah. Well, what about mostly ghostly guys? Mostly ghostly. Well, I've watch... already watched that one other time. Yeah. <laughs> My true? son really liked it. Yeah. I almost restarted Deathgasm because it was uh, fun. As much as I shit on it, it was fun. But this, yeah. This was a film. Yeah. As soon like that's the thing. As soon as Orson Welles shows up, and it was this kind of feeling like, and this is this sounds a little weird to like equate him to it, but. It reminds you of when you see, like, Will Smith just show up in a movie. That sounds funny, but it's, you're seeing a movie star yeah. appear on screen. Because if you're being, if we're being honest, our two leads are very dull. And they're, they don't really bring, they have no chemistry with each other. And every, like, side actor is putting on such interesting performances. Yeah. And then you're just watching. So like, I wonder how much of that is, because there's... I kind of saw it as like um, he was he started to really like her and she was at no point like obviously she at never no even point, thought yes, about it yeah. exactly he was yeah, like, yeah. I, fell which is so I think that was kind of purposeful which is an it, interesting it. like thing because they usually force upon yeah, that yeah. kind of love thing and she's just really not about him the yeah. entire like movie. That one, my boyfriend just died <laughs> yeah like that is a per. You know what? He shows up with flowers at one point, and she's just like, "No." That (laughs) makes me like a lot of that like narrative a little bit more, just because, especially for a movie that came out in 1949, and like we like praise ourselves for movies now being like we're going against the grain. The fact that they have a movie which during that time period is all about like strict love stories that are happening, even if it's like a war story. Or even just the fact that the, an American was like a shithead. Yeah, exactly. An American shithead made in, you know, that's why it was the greatest British movie. movie. The the two Americans are the shittiest people in these movies. Yeah. They're, oh man. Um, but that, uh, so that Orson Welles scene in the Ferris wheel, I think it's so good. Is so insanely good. So good. Yeah. Yeah, that, could have been, that could have been filmed now. Like, it held up. Like, that could have been uh, taking place in modern day. Just the way he's talking. Uh, well, his vibe. He, so, that's... So, I, I almost feel like that scene has been... Like, there's been worse versions of it in every, like, Bond and comic book movie of, like, just kind of meeting yeah. the, oh. the bad guy and him kind of, like, threatening totally. him and having, like, these peculiar... Um, things about his own personality like it sold so so the problem one of the things that was kind of like a bummer was the fact that because we knew orson wells was in this movie that it kind of ended this like the suspense of wondering who he's going to be because you we are waiting for him to show up in the movie right and but his performance is so good that it sells like you're like you know what I don't care that I knew because I wanted Orson Welles and yeah. I wanted to see Orson Welles because I know him as know him as an actor but not as well but just seeing how good he is in this movie where I've he, only ever seen Perry Mason and Citizen Kane like that's my only like yeah. real this is gonna make me I'm gonna go back and watch some more Orson Welles movies like, like Transformers gonna, yeah <laughs> <laughs> he was in the Transformers movie in the 80s was he yeah the animated movie was he uh 
forget his. He's one of like the big. Yeah, he's like the villain of it. Yeah, I don't know Transformers names. Well, I'm not gonna watch that. (laughs) (laughs) It was last film. You're gonna disrespect them like that? I will. Uh, Uh, Speaking of uh, Bond movies, I found out that uh, uh, Sergeant Payne, who's the guy who's killed in the sewers, is uh, M in the first eleven Bond. Really? Was he really? Yeah. Oh Oh, shit. That's crazy. Um. Yeah, so another another little fun fact. That's cool. <laughs> so one of the things that I, I was thinking about when I was like looking up stuff about the movie is the fact that it's a movie about World War Two and it was it came out in nineteen forty nine and that blows my mind for a lot. Like Casablanca was shot during World War Two and then this happened right after the the fact that they are actually filming these movies less than maybe five years yeah, yeah. after this happened is so cr- in the places and you that could like set. feel like all those like uh ba- the buildings that have been crushed yeah and everything yeah, like, and you, yeah the like, rubble and shit like, you're, like that. you're yeah. right th- like there are houses like you've seen like demolishing of like abandoned buildings in your neighborhood and you know they're still there the fact that they were going to places where war it's hard to believe happened. life went on after yeah. World War Two yeah exactly especially in that like era and how it affect it affected people so greatly and they're and they still made movies like this it was it it, it lent something like greater to the like this feeling of, like, where it's like this is kind of heavier especially later in the part where it's this kind of like cool like crime thriller but also it's happening during like and it played on weird... the tensions of the four countries yes. all occupying vienna at the yes. same time yeah. like yeah, like how they everybody worked together but didn't like each other. And I think there's probably something kind of uh, I don't know, like a, a a metaphor there about how the um, the main um, I'm trying to think of it. Holly Martin's kind of kind of comes over and he's like, "I'll figure all this stuff out." And all the Europeans are like, "Dude, just we got this." Yeah, <laughs> you know, like and he's that he's is just, a great, go home. That is a great, so he, I hated Holly Martin. I did not. I didn't like, like him either from the beginning. From the beginning, because he's so he hates cops like Fifty Cent and Get Rich. Right, <laughs> for like, no reason. Like, they like oh, were... cop, huh? Trying to pin it on a friend, huh? Hear him out. It's like so a guy sold cigarettes once, huh? Who do you think you are? And it's just like, no, he's not a good. Yeah. Like he you gonna is... beat me up because you're a cop, yeah, huh? Right? <laughs> he is so aggressively angry at cops, and he just got off the train like that. Yeah, I, yeah, like, yeah. I feel like like him getting off the train, he just spits on a cop. And <laughs> well, like, and too, it's not even the. It seems like it's not even like his best friend it's like somebody hasn't seen in like 10 years and he's like oh that dude you kind of knew is a bad guy he's like no fucking way you take it back because when he found out he was dead he's just like huh (laughs) (laughs) so that's what's so funny this movie starts the dame like yeah starts off so quick like he his emotions are so extreme except for for the person he's supposed to be because his friend said i'll get you a job like we know, like that's the idea. He came to Vienna for a job, mm-hmm. even yeah. though he's a well-known author. Yeah, which yeah. is which is a very like, apparently he's famous there. He gets there like, oh, you're him. You did this. Yeah. Oh, like, you're gonna do. Like, he yeah. seems surprised that they heard of him. Yeah, they have yeah. it. Like they, they have him doing like a. a He's like a Kilgore discussion Couch. about art, being yeah. author. Yeah. He's like a struggling author. He's featuring. Yeah. <laughs> he's the author feature. But he so he goes to Vienna for this job and immediately finds out his friend. Which wonderful timing of the fact that you just got off the like the train and you immediately go, Oh man, my friend's dead? 
his funerals right now? Like, you're just yeah. like, it's so weird. And then he immediately forgets about that to talk to a woman who does not like him yeah. at all. And he pursues it the whole time. Yep. It is. Like, he is trying so hard. Like, is like to just to fuck his friend's girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. And like, and I like the the ending. Oh yeah. Love the ending. And supposedly, uh, the um there was a big dispute. The screenwriter wanted um it to be a happy ending. Ooh. And he has since said that he was he likes this better that yeah. he was wrong. But like, cause that ending is it fucking is great. Right, yeah. Of just like that static like that almost like a shot. two minute shot that shot is gorgeous by the yeah. way yeah. that is like i don't like wes anderson films that much but like the symmetry of that shot is so gorgeous yeah and that's like and just thing. the long walk up where like you kind of know she's gonna walk right by him but you don't know a hundred percent and you just that, yeah you because she I, didn't look at him like she was, she's <laughs> like you're dead to me yeah. partner you, like, yeah, that's a great like rat that yeah <laughs> Yeah, because he's a like he ratted him out, but you get that vibe of like he's standing at this uh, little like truck or whatever that has stuff, and he's like fidgeting and moving around, and you can feel this thing where she's not even changing her stride. She's not even close enough to the camera to be like like distinguished. You understand what she looks like, where she where she's staring at, or what her face is doing, but he's like. Huh? I'm yeah. gonna like yeah, this yeah, is yeah. gonna be this is gonna be a good thing. I'm I stopped and I got my bag and you can leave now because my girl's good. and she's just like yeah. If you left on that for like two more <laughs> minutes, you would just seen her like dart, just like walking <laughs> past, not even look in his direction. Yeah. yeah so that's and you a kind great... of you know kind of get it from her side because it's like this dude, even though he's a, a shithead, like helped her out by not being kind of like deported and it's kind of like misplaced loyalty but still still yeah. loyalty to yeah. someone who like helped her out in a in a bad time yeah she but it's that so the beginning of this movie i didn't like holly and i didn't like anna and i was like oh. holly's the boy's name by the way yeah right <laughs> like... i because he was like even though I, it, talking back about it and thinking about more how they were, how they portray everything in this movie, it's kind of like a uh, commentary mm -hmm. on Americans of that in that time period because mm -hmm. everyone else is so like connected and understands what they're doing yeah. and rational, and he is like belligerent and weird in yeah. a lot of places where he's like and he has good intentions, yeah. but it's just kind of like yeah, like the cops are like yeah, we got this, buddy. Like, so we're yeah, cops. Like, yeah, like we're, we're like we we're, we're, they, they let him in on the chase in the sewers. That was interesting. Yeah, yeah, like, like be careful, make sure you shoot him. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 Can you imagine that happened now? You just like no. deputize a random person. Just Stephen King's running after somebody <laughs> in, in a sewer to shoot him. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> All right, Stevie, get him. <laughs> um, I have some, uh, uh, circling back to Orson Welles, some Orson Welles uh, uh, info here. First of all, he the the cuckoo clock speech I get, was improvised. That really? Line, yeah, that line was all, God, which, so is, which is a crazy thing to improvise. Like, I can't even, 
imagine that's, am- that's amazing yeah that's like like goodness. like my improv is just like when someone says something to the audience like hey fuck you like that's not like <laughs> yeah. I, this is like not one of the most famous lines in like movie history yeah. um and the um the thing that he like his having like a stomach problem was also improvised too he just showed up and did that that's so really yeah he's so like i can't stress this enough when he shows up in this movie it it changes the movie completely yeah yeah you get this there's intrigue there is all this like mythos and backstory that you feel happening because of just his performance yeah like because yeah like i said everyone like uh, was it James Con- James Cotton, I think, uh, who plays Holly? Yes. yes. He Joseph Cotton. Joseph Cotton. Thank you. He is so wooden, and <laughs> he is so wooden, but not he is not handsome like a lot of actors from that time would yeah. be, where you just like are willing, like, well, he's a handsome guy, that's why he's in this movie. So he's not like that great of an actor in the film. For, for me, yeah. like watching, yeah. mainly because I'm watching, when I see people from that time period, I've known them to like emote more or okay. be more uh, a presence on film, and he is kind of just there, which kind of works. It kind of works for what For the rest it, of the yeah. movie, especially when uh, Orson Welles appears, because then he is like the real presence. But it's, it's just weird to see like almost a character actor be the lead of this film. Because he's right. not he's not bringing something to a movie where I watch a lot of like movies from this time period and you're like that guy is. A it's like star. Jackie Brown. Okay. How yeah. uh, the main character is just that like PI guy, you know, but he's surrounded by yeah, Robert yeah. De Niro and stuff like yes. that, you know, like. Yeah. But he's just you know that guy from uh, like like Breaking Bad and stuff like that, you know, the guy yeah, that played yeah, like, right. the band Robert the, Forster. Yeah, Robert, Robert Forster. Forster. Yeah, but like in. He's surrounded by famous people, but, like, yeah, he's just, like, in this world. Like, where you kind of feel like he's just this guy that's in this world he doesn't really belong in. He feels, yeah, 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 exactly. And it sells. So, when it gets deeper and he kind of has to deal with the fact that, like, when Orson Welles comes on, it's like no one else is in this movie. Basically, every time he's in well, the and, scene. and it makes sense because the whole like plot and all the characters are obsessed with him. Yeah. So when you see him, you're like, oh yeah, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I understand <laughs> why. Yeah. And so it sells that greatly. And but before before it happens, it kind of hampered a good portion of the movie because I was just like, okay, this is an interesting. Movie. It also doesn't help that the the score. Feels wildly inappropriate. Well, we should maybe talk about the score because the score is like very famous. This, um, the theme from this movie, um, was famous around the world and in America it spent 11 weeks at number one on the Billboard bestsellers charts. How has this movie escaped me? Right? Like, Like, and and Clayton would appreciate this. An unidentified instrumentalist played this song in a bar in a scene in the 2002 action movie Triple X. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> so, Full circle. <laughs> so a little a Triple X Easter egg. Oddly enough, played by uh, Key. Right. <laughs> Key and Peele. Uh, Uncredited <laughs> role. Uh, that soundtrack, which for a different movie, like. It would have been fine for me, but it's a thriller, and also because of that like time period, I'm used to 
orchestral yeah. music being like very they like, definitely went for something very different and i looked at a lot of the negative reviews people had on imdb and 90 percent of them were like people just hated the it, score it just feels so inappropriate because it's i understand it makes sense for where they are like culturally like the instruments and the music it sounds kind of like gondola music almost or but it feels so inappropriate when you're talking about a guy who is smuggling <laughs> shit and racketeering, basically, killing and children. killing <laughs> children and faking his own death. Yeah. And then... A little more suspenseful Hitchcock. Yeah, and like, then you're yeah. hearing... And then it's also shot wonderfully, like, suspenseful. But you're hearing, like... Yeah, I kind of dug it, but it is strange. And I could see people... I like the sewer music. I like the music during the sewer. It starts playing that... Because a lot of it also sounds like... That sewer chase scene is my favorite. Like, it is really That was good. such a great scene. Like It looked yeah. amazing. The image of him trying to get out. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. The fingers through the grate. And then oh, yeah. just... Like, at first I thought it was going to be someone, dead. Someone's going to be and above what I felt. Th- this happen. is a movie that I, I feel like I could tell that it's like uh, Scorsese is one of his favorite movies. Like yeah. it, You just kind of yeah, feel yeah, like a lot sure. of those... Like that sewer image is something I'm like, oh, that would be an a Scorsese yeah. movie for sure. I, so here's one thing that I felt, and during the sewer scene, it, it felt like, because they had this like look, knowing look at each other where uh, Harry Orson Welles, he just like, all right, get it over with, and you hear the gunshot, right. but also, but it sold this idea that I thought they were going to deal with of, and mainly because we we live in a generation where there's a lot of twist in a lot of our films yeah. now right. that he didn't shoot mm. Harry and let him go because he See, didn't. I thought Harry shot Holly. Like, yeah. I thought you heard the shot. I thought he was like, just do it. But then he like got mm. the jump on him. Yeah. But it's like, they basically said, because it ends right after it basically that it's like, yeah, he shot Harry. But right. I thought it was this interesting thing of, He's he's there. He's been fighting this whole thing this whole time of like, no, Harry's a good dude. I love Harry. He's my best friend. No, I have not talked to him in years. Uh, but and he just kind of understood like, you've been through this all, all now. I'm gonna let you go because it's not shown on screen. Like, which is it's, it almost has. We're like, used to deaths being shown on screen. Yeah, yeah. not not shown on even, screen. Even even in that twist. time period. Your bad yeah. guy will it, die it, on it screen. It actually made me think of like the the stuff going on like today with kind of like a punch a Nazi type things like mm-hmm. that, where it's like, it's like yeah, you could have empathy for this evil person, but at the same time, like this guy's like fucking killing kids, and yeah. you know, like, I sorry, I got to shoot him. <laughs> like, yeah, type exactly. thing. It's like where he's like, and I feel like that's a big thing. This guy's my this guy's my friend. Like I like this guy, but like, you know, I can't just let this shit keep happening. That's very true. Uh, I have a negative. Okay. Um, I have I have I have one negative too, too. My negative is weird. They paid way too much attention to him getting bit on the finger by a bird. Like they mentioned it in multiple yeah, like, scenes. Like I thought it was gonna come like come back something somehow. was gonna come about this bird. But when he gets bit by the bird, he's just like ah. And they're like, what happened to your finger? What happened to your finger? What happened to your finger? What happened yeah. to your finger? Oh, I got bit by a bird. And they're just like, oh okay. Yeah. It's. Yeah, that was something I didn't, um, which maybe kind of segues into my didn't like either, because that that was like a thing that was silly, but I thought it was gonna like mean something or maybe yeah. some metaphor I missed. But my, my silly thing was when um, 
uh, Holly shows up at um, the building after the uh, the one guy has just been killed. Oh my god! And yes. the <laughs> ever like this kid, this like three year old kid. Oh yeah, the outside little fed German night. kid. This is, and and he like he like points to Murder. to Holly, and everyone in the crowd is just like, yeah, this toddler's on to something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's so weird to me. That it, plays very why is he strange. Yelling Papa while chasing him through the streets yeah. though. Papa, the murder. The, it's so weird. Yeah, it's almost like a. a Almost like a comedy sketch of it. Like, it just, it doesn't fit, like, he's, like, three years old, and, like, grown men are, like, following this kid, like, they're in, you know, like, a, a mob to go yeah, after yeah. It's, he, it. was a very strange thing. Because scene. he starts it, and they're, like, they, they show up, which, the timing of it seems, like, you just seeing a person show up to this event, too, would kind of cancel out him murdering the guy, because it just happened. Yeah, kind of. yeah, yeah. So, but then like this child's like, I seen this guy. Yeah, I know who he yeah. is. I've seen him before. Like that's yeah. the weird thing. Is it like your two days in a row. <laughs> yeah, like you mean like people who yeah. are in town. Like yeah. he he didn't say he was like he had an argument with this guy. He's like I've seen him before. He killed this guy. Like, I expected them to come out like smoking a cigarette, like with a little notepad. Like ah, oh, I've seen you around these parts before. Like mm, had an argument with him, did you? And I was like, he, he's like. Four years old. What's yeah, it was, and he chases. That's what's even yes, funnier. Yeah, alone for a minute. Like, yeah. they let him around, get a head start. The, around the block, like get him, Hans. Start. <laughs> and all these grown people are like, "Well, we catch our... the man." <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is really like, what are we doing here? Why are we? Why did we do this? Uh, Would have made more sense if that guy's wife. Yes. Yes. Him yeah. out. Like, like totally. he was here. Yeah. You know, like. Like I know he's how, been digging uh, around yeah. here. He's been you've been suspicious. You did yeah because no. the wife didn't like that he was digging yeah. around yeah. there. But no, no they just no, a random kid fucking, who yeah, had no interaction room. Really. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me uh, let's hit some more uh, fun facts here. Um, uh, quickly back to Orson Welles. I read that he arrived two weeks late and that he had, uh, they had to use body doubles a lot, especially because he refused to film on location in the sewers. Which is insane to me because that l- all looks great. Yeah, like you see movies today. That wasn't him at all down there. No, well, supposedly he did like close-ups and but yeah. all the being chased. Yeah, but all that stuff. But it's wasn't also him. hidden in the shadows really well. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's the beauty of uh, black and white photography is shadows. that it shadows. It looks gorgeous without being HD. Like it looks HD it automatically, does. and it's just crisp and clear because of so much contrast. The blacks and grays pop out against each other. Yeah, it's, it's really just good. like they just sit so well. And that weird balloon guy was pointless to me. That <laughs> I guess he was a local, almost like extra that they kind of oh. like. Uh, that was almost like this guy's been around the set a while. Let's give him. A... I so that balloon guy made me think of. So many like uh, crime films where a cop has to be undercover because I feel yeah. like everything is aped that scene, right, even right. though it wasn't important to the that movie, like the movie where someone is bothering them while they're trying to hide. Yeah, and they're trying to keep so they right. have to pay off this guy really quick so they don't get caught. And I was like, oh man, this is, that's one of the things I will complain about this movie is that there are a lot of great moments of setting up tension that aren't important. Yeah. I feel like where they're, 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 
And it's not like it just tricks me where I'm thinking like, oh man, this was, it's just that you didn't, you just shot something that was kind of cool, but it had no purpose where like that balloon man, you're just thinking, holy shit, because he's coming. Like I thought it was going to be like Orson Welles in disguise. You know what I mean? He was going to pull off a prosthetic. And I was thinking like modern movies. You know what I mean? But then I was thinking that he was, he had that guy sell him balloon so he could see where the cops were. Yeah, I thought that that too because you can see like Orson is on the top of the hill like looking down and they're like, and the way it's shot, that's another thing is it's shot from overhead at part of it where it's like his vantage point of where he's seeing where this balloon guy. So they vantage point. (laughs) all these podcasts that we just read there's so many references to our earlier episodes it's perfect but yeah it was that um my feeling about how it ends in the sewer uh well let's um i got a just a couple more uh uh facts here that i think are uh sweet the um <laughs> director and producer were on as little as two hours of sleep a night, so the movie was partially directed on speed. Holy, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Fit 40 uh, speed. Yeah, oh. which, I mean, ex- probably explains a toddler scene. Maybe they're like, yeah, this makes sense. Speaks proves that if the kid come out there, the kid's in charge. He's uh, my nephew. I don't care. I don't care. I like this one. In 1999, they were going to do a remake of this movie with Liam Neeson and Ewan McGregor to be directed by John McKiernan, best known for oh, Die God, Hard. Yeah. That's which crazy. Kind of it crazy. Really changed the movie completely. Yeah, it, I, I do, like, I don't think the movie needs to be remade, but that's a pretty sweet cat. Liam Neeson and Ewan McGregor, that a, makes sense. Here, that's it does. A, it's a little Star Wars, a little Phantom Menace reunion. <laughs> that is, that is Jar Jar Binks would play the little boy. <laughs> <laughs> Misa, sorry, he's the murderer! <laughs> that's a weird casting because... Who would have, who's who's the fucking uh who's the pod racer? Oh, uh, Lloyd, like Jake no, no, Lloyd. No, no, the, oh. the creature, Sabalba. Sabalba, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get a cop that gives him a ride home from the funeral yeah, in the first place. No, no, yeah. <laughs> You've done very well, honey. <laughs> if they do a remake, it needs to be an episode one remake yes. of the third man. That's the only remake I'm accepting. That, well, that's Sabalba in the remake. Sabalba's got to be it somewhere. That casting is interesting though. That because who would have been who would have been Holly and I think Adam you McGregor. You which well, is no 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 wait hold on yeah yeah, yeah. Holly would be, and then Harry Lyme would be mm-hmm. Liam Neeson. Which is inter- like you like well Harry Lyme would have been uh, yeah that that makes a little bit more sense to be like enamored with an older person that you know and be that right. because if because. Make, that makes me think. Uh, Joseph Cotton seems older than Orson Welles in this in this film, partially. And just yeah. seeing that cat that that casting idea, kind of sells an even weirder narrative to this whole movie of like him. The reason why he's so gung ho about this guy is he's younger and more successful than him because his so him being an author isn't really that important. No, movie. just just that like his uh, yeah. I guess that I, I tipped off his like investigative you know what I mean like, and there was that, that kind of good scene where he gets abducted and he's just going to that that book conference yeah thing. And t- and telling what was that at all it's it so I feel like that scene was brought up just so they can sell the, like oh yeah we made him an author and he's like a well known author which 
again, there are parts of this that aren't selling. Like him being an author and him being like a, but he writes westerns, like crime yeah. westerns, and because that's another thing is that at that time period, crime is such a prevalent feeling thing that they don't write about it. It seems like yeah. he's just like we're talking about the old west when stuff is happening. Right. And which is in, uh, very America, too. Which, like, that, Old West. That is a very good thing I was just thinking about, is that so much of what he represents is supposed to be America. Right. Like, he writes the great American novel, yeah. like, Westerns, and these, these ideas, and he's so gung-ho, and he doesn't belong, and he is very adamant about putting himself into these into lives. Shit, yeah. yeah, and... But everyone doesn't want him, and that's a kind of interesting thing, especially when it came, the fact that it came out, what, five years after World War II, and it's about all these conflicts with these yeah. countries, and America doesn't have a presence, right, in this area in Vienna. When they talk about it, it's Russia. Yeah. No, I think it's U.S. U.K. U.S. U.K. Soviet and France. I think were the four. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought it was Germany, Russia. It was Germany. Russia, Russia France, and England. Yeah. Okay. I thought, well. Yeah. No, because there's no U.S. consulate or anything. That's why he's not dealing with the Americans at all. He's just dealing with the British. So you're seeing like all these people don't want this element in this town, and he's so gone. And it's it's almost like uh, being meta of the time period where it's speaking like we didn't want, even though like. Um, World War II is so important to America mm-hmm. because it it made America like great again. Yeah, <laughs> <Guys>. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of did. No, but for them, it was a uh, who the fuck's gonna clean up this mess? It yeah, like we got to like America got to be like holy right, we're shit. Going home. We're yeah, going we have home. we have posters. We're cool. We have economic change because now everyone can have a house because that's the baby boomer stuff. And then Europe had to deal with it. Um, let's... I mean, think about it. 16 years later, we're still talking about those stupid buildings falling down. Like, all of their buildings fell down. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> fuck, they got fucking... Yeah. <laughs> the stupid fucking buildings. The stupid fucking buildings. The new podcast about 9-11 from the Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a big hit. Oh. Let's uh let's segue to uh, our review scores. Before we get into that, I want to say that I saw a user on IMDb. Uh, did he give it mostly ghostlies? <laughs> he didn't, but he said, uh, "quote This should be called the Turd Man for two reasons. One, they spend a lot of time running around in the sewers, and two, the movie stinks. Oh, <laughs> so, who's this guy? So, who's this guy? Right the most here? clever man in America. <laughs> um, so, uh, what do you think? I'm just gonna go right off the bat, just because I know, you know, there's gonna be movies coming up that's probably like mostly ghostly five and everything. So I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna give this five. Out of five, mostly ghostlies. Ooh. Um, Sean, I'm with you 100 percent on this. I'd give it a five. I loved it. Loved it. Five mostly ghostlies. <laughs> I'm going to be controversial. Oh, shit. I'm giving it two death castles, which is <laughs> five mostly ghostlies. You're <laughs> breaking down the math. We did it. Um, so let me um, uh, do our randomizer so we all know what our next movie w- uh, will be, which is um, Delhi in a Day. 
a 2011 movie from India. So, uh, so Delhi? Yeah, Delhi. Like yeah. New Delhi? Yeah. Um, Delhi. Well, <laughs> when the money of an idealistic British traveler disappears in a Novo-Rish Delhi household, the staff are given 24 hours to replace it or face the consequences. Nuvo. So, <laughs> listen, so I can't a, read. This is a made in It's Indian a movie about me. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's not Bollywood, though, right? It is not, no. I already hate this movie. <laughs> All right, guys. We did it. We did, we did it. it. We won. We won the. We won the world. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot, Orson Welles. <laughs>